Hey, welcome back to the Called to Both podcast. Before we dive into today's episode, I wanna share about a podcast I have been enjoying listening to lately called Work and Worship, hosted by my friend, Jordan Jones. This podcast is for you if you are looking for honest conversations on how our faith in Christ impacts our businesses, homes, and lives. I was recently a guest on Jordan's show where I shared about resources and tips for being a multi-passionate entrepreneur and how my faith has impacted my business. That's episode eight of her show. If you want to give it a listen, make sure that you find Jordan's podcast on your favorite podcast player by simply searching work and worship. Okay, now let's get into today's episode. Today's episode is going to be a roundup of the best books that I have read so far this year that you may also want to pick up and read as well. These are books that I have loved that have changed the way that I'm doing business or operating in my home, different things that have impacted the way that I'm thinking about money and more. I love a good book recommendation. Most of these books came from direct recommendations from my friends or mentors or people that I look to on the internet for good reading recommendations. And so I thought I'd put them all together here in an episode, make it easy for you to pick and choose what could fit you right now in where you are at in business and in life. To see a complete list of the books that I share about here, I actually compiled them all into a quick Amazon store list that you can find easily by visiting joymichelle.co slash books. You'll see books that I share here in this episode, but also some of my older tried and true favorites that I highly recommend and that you may still find interesting as well. So that's a full archive of these books here in this episode, but also a couple of other favorites that I've accumulated from over the years in business. Hello and welcome to the Called to Both podcast. I'm your host, Joy Michelle, and you're in the right place if you're ready to grow your business while also being the intentional and present mom you want to be. This show will leave you feeling inspired, equipped with tangible tips, and encouraged to go after your own version of being called to both. Let's dive in. Okay, so let's dive into the first book recommendation that I have. I think this was the first book that I read this year. After taking a brief intermission from reading books and taking in new content, I was ready to dive in. And this book is Eat That Frog, 21 Ways to Stop Procrastinating and Get More Done in Less Time. So I was on a big productivity kick, especially back in January, and this book came up recommended, I think on Audible, which is where I listen to most of my books, because realistically, that's just the easiest way that I am going to absorb new book content. And this came up and I really enjoyed this title or this whole book, really, and it just gave me a lot of tangible tips and action steps that I could try to implement into my day and into productivity. So if you're big into productivity or you feel like you could optimize the way that you work a little bit more, I strongly recommend picking up this book and giving it a listen. It's really, really awesome. And I I thought that the audible version of it was really good as well. Okay, the next book is The Five Second Rule by Mel Robbins. And this is actually the first Mel Robbins title that I've read, which is crazy. I've listened to like her TED Talks and her speaking and stuff like that and a couple of her podcasts, but I had never actually gotten into any of her 
books, and I really like this book, The Five Second Rule, Transform Your Life, Work, and Confidence with Everyday Courage. And this came recommended to me by my best friend, Kayla Brent, who has been a repeat guest here on the podcast. And she said, you have to listen to this. Like, it's just so good. And because it's, of course, narrated by Mel, it's really entertaining and just inspirational talking about the way that the five second rule has impacted her life and how she turned her whole life around really and her career and her marriage and just was able to achieve incredible things and how other people have used the five second rule to do that as well. So I really liked that. I found it really inspiring. The next book is actually a repeat read. So I went back and I re-listened to Who Moved My Cheese for the second time. And this is one of my favorite books of all time. Every time I read this, I get something new out of it. And it is really just a very short book. And I get it on Audible. I listen to it and it usually takes like an hour or something like it's really really fast and it, it's all about dealing with change in your work or life or both and every time I listen to this a different piece of change is kind of top of mind so whether it is you know I'm having a baby like the first time I listened to this I think I was pregnant with my second and just thinking about the ways that my life and my business would change was top of mind and then this time when I listened to it I was really thinking about how like platforms change and algorithms change and the way that I'm acquiring clients and just the way that I'm even making money now in my business has really shifted. And sometimes we resist change or we, we, we don't pay attention to how things have moved. And because of that, we're operating in our old playbook. We're doing old things that used to work really well, but are no longer working and we're just not keeping up. And I recommend this book every time I'm in a conversation with a coaching client of mine or just a friend where I feel like change might be what is the major hang up. Like they're really just resisting change. And so if you are going through some shifts in your life and you want to see change in your business in your life, I highly recommend this title, Who Moved My Cheese? Okay, so the next book is Overcoming Under Earning. Oh my gosh. Okay, so I heard this originally mentioned when I went to the Elevate conference in Nashville in January. And one of the speakers on stage was talking about money mindset and a few different book titles that had really helped her overcome her limiting beliefs around money. And Overcoming Under Earning was one of the titles that she mentioned. And this is a book by Barbara Stanny, and it is a five-step plan to a richer life full of inspiring stories about how women have up-leveled their lives, their mindsets, and their earning potential through her steps and through her programs. I think she has run all kinds of workshops, like real-life workshops, and now it is a book. It is really transformational. And when I was listening to this, I remember thinking, like I was taking notes and doing journaling exercises because every chapter ended with questions and implementation journal questions. And I remember thinking, I have to listen to this again. Like it is that packed with information and just like things to think about and ponder and dive deeper into that you kind of have to do it a couple times. And so I am planning on actually reading this one again. And I, I've probably recommended this book more than any other book this year, especially when it comes to money mindset. 
Now, the next book that I recommend to you is also about money mindset. So I've been on a little bit of a money kick. I've been listening to money podcasts and absorbing all this information around money because I really want to up level in that area in my own life so that I can make more money, but also guide my coaching clients in this area of money. And I think this is so important. So the next book title is You Are a Bad A at Making Money. And I didn't say the full title because I know there could be little ones listening and I don't want to lose my clean rating on this podcast. But that, this is a book by Jen Sincero. And this is all about mastering your mindset on wealth. I wouldn't recommend listening to this with kids around. It is a little bit more of a colorful language book, but it is hilarious. It is a lighthearted, almost like a memoir of sorts for Jen. And you hear a lot about the author's story and the obstacles that she has faced and what her life looks like now. But it's truly about giving your fears and your doubts and your excuses the kick out the door and really giving yourself a new manifesto on how you're going to be thinking about money and how really practically speaking, especially towards the second half of the book, how to implement this into your negotiations, into your pricing, into how you are thinking about and operating within your wealth. And I really enjoyed it. I think it's a great book. And because I listened to it on Audible, I enjoyed the fact that Jen reads it herself. Again, I wouldn't listen to this with little kids around, so just a little language warning, but I really enjoyed the content of the book itself. Okay. The next book that I loved this year is called Clockwork, Design Your Business to Run Itself. And this is a book by Mike Michalowicz, which I love Mike Michalowicz's work. Like he narrates his own books and he's a very talented speaker. And I've really enjoyed other titles of books that he has written like The Pumpkin Plan, and of course, Profit First, which is a tried and true favorite for so many small business owners, including me. But this book, uh, Clockwork, was actually recommended to me from my coach. So my coach, who has been with me for months, really has been kind of in the trenches with me, working through the systems in my business, the team members to support those systems, and how I'm building a business that can run by itself. And this has been a stretch for me because I'm a personal brand. I have a lot of content. I feel like I'm very intertwined in my business. So I think a lot of creatives feel this way. And if you are running a business where you're the creative and you're the face and you're a maker or an artist or a designer of any kind, it can feel like this is a tall order <laughs> to create a business that would run without you or that could run by yourself, by itself. And that is the premise of this book. And it's all about how you can take time away from your business by setting up systems and um, getting the right people in the right seats, getting people empowered in their roles inside of your business and to elevate your role in your company into the visionary and into the most effective seat that you should really be sitting in. So pinpointing the critical functions of your business, helping to assign roles where they need to be. So if you're building a team of any kind, this is really, really helpful. And also kind of learning to put your business in different categories of functions and systems. So this was a, an amazing read for me. I know that I'm, I'm probably going to read this one again, especially as I'm moving into the second half of the year when I'm expanding my team further. I will probably be going back to this because it really was 
eye-opening to think about a business, even a creative business or service-based business or business that has a blend of these things, some digital, some products and some services that it could possibly be something that could run like clockwork. And just hearing the examples in this book, I was inspired and motivated to continue to seek to make my business something that could run without me, especially as I'm moving into a sabbatical leave in my business and just wanting to take more and more time off in my life and in my business and have a business that can run without me. All right, the next book is called Finding Water. Now, this is the third book in the Artist's Way series by Julia Cameron. I, of course, have talked about the Artist's Way so many times here on the podcast, but this book, Finding Water, is the art of perseverance. And this stood out to me because it really is specifically talking to creatives who may feel like their creativity and their inspiration has run dry. And as I move into what is now my 10th year in business, I am facing a lot of this. Like, to be honest with you, I am facing a lot of these feelings of like less inspiration, less creative ideas, um, probably just signs of burnout, which is why, thank goodness, I have this sabbatical coming up. But this book has been so timely for me and being able to read the stories of other creatives and other artists that have experienced times of almost like dry spells in their inspiration and wondering what is next for them wondering where their like next creative spark is going to come from and how to recultivate that in your life again. Oh my gosh, it's been just really, really helpful. And there is just something about Julia Cameron's work. Like, I don't know what it is, but I when I read her stuff, I oftentimes feel like she is articulating something that I really thought was just unique to my experience. Like, I really thought it was only me or that other people didn't feel this way. Or just like things I had never fully articulated. And she just does such an amazing job of doing this. And so if you if you're an artist, if you're a creative, if you consider yourself to be like a maker or creator and you do art as a living, especially, I highly recommend the Artist Way series. The first one is The Artist Way. The second one is Walking in This World. And the third is Finding Water, I believe. You can actually get like the whole trilogy and the... Uh, journal that goes along with it because it has a lot of journaling exercises you can get them in a bundle on Amazon and I'll make sure that they're all in the Amazon shop but so good oh my gosh so good and one book that I haven't read yet but I will be on my sabbatical is Julia Cameron's The Artist Way for Kids and it's like a parent's guide to cultivating the creativity in your children which I'm really excited about I haven't read it I'm not sure if it's going to be awesome or if it's going to be not so awesome but um, I will definitely come back and let you guys know what I think of it and so far I mean the reviews are incredible and I enjoy everything that Julia's written so far so I'm pretty sure it's going to be great. The next book is called More Than a Mom, How Prioritizing Your Wellness Helps You and Your Family Thrive. So this was a nice break from my usual business, productivity, money reading, and really focused more on self-care for myself as a mom and being able to have something to give, not pouring from an empty cup. And I enjoyed this book a lot. This was written from a Christian perspective and has reflection questions at the end of each chapter for diving a little bit deeper so you can journal about these things and reflect on them. I actually think this would make a great book to read with another mom or in a book club setting because of those conversation or reflection questions. 
Okay, and the last book I'm recommending in this episode is called Your Dream Life Starts Here, Essential and Simple Steps to Creating the Life of Your Dreams. And this is written by Christina Carlson. It is another recommendation from my business coach and one that I'm actually working through currently and really loving. There's a lot of journal opportunities in this book as well. I think it's going to bring up all kinds of new ideas for me as I move into this sabbatical time of revisiting and reflecting on my life and on my business and what I want moving forward. So really cool book and I'm enjoying it a lot so far. And I just, it has incredible reviews. If you go on Amazon, there were just story after story of people just talking about how this was a really cool process, very motivating and inspiring and kind of reminds me a little bit of the artist way with the journal prompts and just revisiting your life and kind of designing your dream life. So this is one that I'm going to continue through June and through my sabbatical. So right now it's the end of May when I'm recording this and I'm working through this book and hoping to have it completed by the time I come back from my sabbatical at the end of June. And I just love it. Like so far I'm already loving this and um, it's right up my alley with just kind of like starting at the vision for your life and not assuming anything. So like stripping back all of the job that you have, the business that you have, the life that you have, and starting fresh with a plan and um, vision casting and goal setting without the assumption that you have to stay right where you are. It's just really powerful. And I love books that help me to dream and think bigger and new thoughts for my business and for my life and for my motherhood and my marriage. And this book is definitely doing that for me already. So you can look at all of these titles. I will have these listed in the show notes below individually, but I will also make sure that the list on Amazon is up to date. Again, if you want to check out these books, you can go to joymichelle.co slash books and see the complete list. I am such a huge fan of reading, and I think this is one of the more underrated parts of self-development and business growth as entrepreneurs because It's not as flashy as going to a conference or hiring an expensive business coach or joining a mastermind, but I think that reading books is such an affordable and attainable way to really get some of the best insights and advice from these authors for, you know, 15 or $20 or even free, depending on how you're getting your books. I know I've heard people share about the Libby app. I'll have that linked down below where you can rent books from your local library for free using that app. And I just think it's so incredible for me. Most of the time I am buying books on Audible. I'm a big audiobook listener and I just find this to be the most realistic way that I'm going to be able to get through a book because I'll be folding laundry, I'll be doing dishes, I'll be walking outside and like pushing a stroller and listening to these titles and I I really love Audible content anyway. Also, I don't know if you guys know, you can actually return books on Audible if they don't end up being a fit for you. I know buying books um, can add up and can get a little bit pricey if you do this pretty frequently, but if you don't end up liking the voice of the person that's narrating the book or it's just not the content you need and you thought it was something different, you can actually trade that title back in for another credit and get a different book, which I think is really nice if you are scared to pull the trigger on any one of these books and you just want to give it a listen, see if it's a good fit for you. I know you can always exchange a title for another title. 
If you know someone who loves books and learning just like we do, please consider sharing this episode with them. I think this would be such a fun one to pass along and maybe you and your friend can buy one of these books and go through it together. Again, I want to thank you for being a part of the Call to Both community and joining me here on the podcast, and I will see you next week. Thank you so much for listening to the show. If you enjoyed this episode, please help me get the word out about the Call to Both podcast by taking a screenshot of this episode right now and sharing it on your social media. I would also appreciate it if you would subscribe and leave me a five-star review. Thanks again, and I'll see you in the next episode.